Tuck so hum MCs who can't rock the kids, so don't cut the cheese. Take this application to rhyme like these. My rap trend hot 110 degrees. So don't stop facing, I'll stop placing. Bet on that you'll be disgracing. You and your mind for my beat, for my rhymes. A time for a crime that I can't find. I show you my gun, my Uzi weighs a ton beat. Cause I'm public enemy number one. One. Hey guys, welcome to episode number two of Public Enemies. I'm joined by Tangent and Dr. Jeebus, and I, of course, am Jay Bush. Please say hello. What is up, everyone? How's it going? So, we are back for another week of debauchery, and uh, this week we have some interesting topics that people have given us. Got some good feedback on the last episode, so that was kind of interesting. I didn't really know, uh, you know, when you when you start out podcasts, new podcasts and stuff, I'm always a little bit skeptical because it feels kind of, it still feels new, you know, no matter how many times I've done something with the A-Team or guessed it on other casts and stuff. So right, I was actually quite pleasantly surprised of the feedback we got. Yeah, exactly, man. I agree. So I thought it was good. Um, we even got a correction from the goat napper there. Oh, um, yeah. He said the reason that survival of the fittest was banned was because it was broken after Mystical Tudor was banned and Vengevine was printed. Okay. Uh, so there you go. Because we were talking about how... I think this was... We were talking about like how Survival kind of got banned. Like it, it was never really around in Legacy. Like It was always there, but it was never really popular. Last on- year. And then all of a sudden, it, it became really popular, and then all of a sudden, it got banned again, right? Right, exactly. Yeah, it was so- when we were on the topic of Stoneforge Mystic and how... You know, yeah. things get printed to make that ban, like make yeah. new cards banned that were fine before. So that's what happened is Mystical Teachings or whatever got banned. And I I think I did hear about that too. And like, because what would you do? You'd, in response to somebody doing something, you'd Mystical Teachings for whatever you needed to stop their combo or something, I'm, I'm assuming? Yeah, it had to do with a combo, but f- dude, I'm okay. so not legacy, uh, you know. Yeah, me neither. Up, I don't know anything about that. On that so. Okay, well, cool. Well, thanks for uh, thanks for you know letting us know what was going down, uh, Goat Napper. That was helpful. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, first and foremost, we definitely want to start off the cast uh, just repping it to my homie in Oregon. Uh, it's Smitty's birthday today, uh, so by the time you guys hear this cast, it could possibly be July. But uh, when we're recording, it's June 14th, and that is Jesse Smith's birthday. So happy yeah. birthday, buddy! Happy birthday, Smitty! Happy birthday. Yeah. Uh, Jeebs wanted to sing you happy birthday, but Jay Bush and I uh, shot that shit down. So <laughs> Yeah, we did not think that a 14-year-old girl singing you happy birthday would please your wife. So. <laughs> <laughs> or the authorities. So I hope you're getting your goggles wet, buddy. Just happy birthday. Happy, happy birthday. Um, and uh, somebody asked us about... Uh, I, I kind of talked about it as a joke on Twitter a little while ago, um, but uh, then it was kind of brought up as a serious kind of point of conversation for us but what do you guys feel about um i I mean we can start off with blind people uh visually impaired people playing magic and uh, and we can kind of branch off into uh any type of disabled person playing magic um but like what do you guys kind of think of like like the blind like did you guys see the blind uh, story that was being told on twitter oh yeah well i mean i was involved in a lot of it actually and uh and actually jeebs was too and Jeeps was pulling off the, you know, douchebag side of it like he always does. And I was trying <laughs> I'm, to... I'm sorry that, you know, I was being realistic. You, you were being gay, but it's okay. Oh, G-bomb. Sorry about that, dude. Happy and equal, all right? Don't you know we live in, like, America? 
Everything has to be equal, Something. whether you want it to or not. Boom. Well, that's bullshit. <laughs> let's, you know, let's not turn this into a political debate. That will end poorly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's just turn it into, like, an I'm right and you're wrong, and, like, blind guys should be able to play magic, too. Look, I t- we've been over this. Blind people are inferior, and they just have to learn to accept that. Well, okay, aside from the fact that they <laughs> have... gone. Yeah, well, let, let's put it. let's put it this way. Again, I th- we went through this whole argument on Twitter, but since the rest of the public didn't get to see it, what more or less the point is is this guy had come into the MTG Cast Listener Appreciation event, and he was was blind, and he had came in with decks where he had punched Braille on the uh, face side of the card. Well, he had, or somebody had. He d- he did it on the sleeves. Okay, yeah, he, he did it on his own sleeves. On his own sleeves, right. Okay, okay. Yeah, and uh, and he even plays, like, limited that way, too. Like, he's actually quick enough with it that he can do the cards in the time that he has to be able to, you know, put together a deck. I wonder if he has some kind of, like, shorthand or something. He's got a... Yeah, he might. I, I'm sure he only puts, like, the relevant things. Like, if maybe he memorizes all the cards. This guy had an insane memory. But the, but the point is, is Jeeves was trying to say, well, then they're marked cards, and he shouldn't be able to play, and... And it's it's like, dude, first of all, I still don't see how reading a card based on... I mean, seriously, you have 60 cards in your deck, and you have Braille, right? And Braille isn't exactly like having, like, you know, just a word on your card that tells you exactly... I mean, you've got to, like, touch a significant part of the surface of the card in order to tell what the fuck the card is, okay? And so, you're telling... It doesn't matter, though. It's still marked, like... Okay. I understand you want to be nice and everything. It's not just... By definition, they are marked. They're marked already, dude. They've got a fucking side that has writing on it. That's marked, right? You can read that same side of that card. You could flash yourself it in the same amount of time that he can actually touch the braille. The hand is quicker than the eye, right? I just don't understand how you're supposed to uh, be shuffling cards and read the braille any quicker than anyone else could do sleight of hand. I mean, I think the th- I think the thing is that he he could potentially be holding or using his cards in a way that like where it could become a, a potential hazard. I don't think that I mean like I think that for all intents and purposes, Jeebus is absolutely correct. Like so he has marked cards. He could be cheating. He could be marking them on the side. Like he's punching Braille into the bottoms of them. Like on the what I'm assuming is the card face. But like, how do we know what he's like? Where he's punching it? Maybe he puts it in the bottom right corner near the Ultra Pro symbol, so <laughs> he knows what cards on the bottom of his deck and or whatever. Right? Like I don't I don't know. Right. So all I'm saying is like technically Jeebus is correct. And so then what I would like to find out is, like, obviously, I don't think that we should be alienating these types of people. Right. So so, so somebody suggested on Twitter that they've seen a blind person play in their tournaments before, and what they had was a judge watch them the entire game. Right. So do, do you guys feel that's a, you know, a good enough solution for these guys, or what? I think it is. I have to disagree, unfortunately. <laughs> Yeah, because you suck. I, I, you don't want. You want to fight an <laughs> argument. He's a piece of shit. Yes, you are a piece of shit. You it's just because want. Because I'm better than everyone else, and we need to exclude anyone who isn't me. No, yeah, you are such an ass. <laughs> Dude, relax. <laughs> just, you, like as a judge, you. It kind of sucks to say it this way, but you essentially have to assume that any everyone is a cheating bastard. You know. You yes, but everyone can cheat already, dude. Yes, but this makes it easier. Like the easier for a blind person. 
What the fuck are you talking about? He's blind already, dude. How easy can it be for him to cheat? This is the thing. Blind, blind people have amazing dexterity, right? Yeah. So, so like it's. I mean, and 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 regardless of how easy or hard we think it would be to cheat if we were blind, the fact of the matter is, like, this guy has been blind for a long time and has obviously survived and gotten around, uh-huh. right? Being visually impaired. So, like, what I think Jeebus is saying is, there's still that possibility that he could be right. absolutely cheating. Right. And there's now, a possibility so, you're so playing what? against a magician every time you play fucking <laughs> magic too. But that doesn't have mean you, you ever, for sure have you are. Ever watched a magic show? Have you ever seen someone do sleight of hand? Yes. Okay, and I'm guessing you didn't see what they were doing. Right. That was absolutely mind blowing. That's my point. Yeah. Anyone so can how, fucking do it. So you might as well give the blind people a chance to cheat too. Damn it. <laughs> Oh my god. Well, what I'm saying is if you if sleight of hand is the concern, which that would be a huge concern with this, having a judge watching them isn't going to help because anyone who's good enough at sleight of hand to cheat isn't going to be caught by a judge watching them. And yes, that goes for blind people too, but these cards are marked. It is easier for them to do it. Easier for a blind person. Yes, of course, because the only way they could <laughs> fucking is, do it dude, anyway is because is by touching the damn thing. Dude, dude look who at the fuck cares you, if they're blind. If marked cards are they are easier. It is easier for your argument to take. is so bad, dude. Easier if these cards. Okay, are okay, okay, listen, okay, okay. Listen, listen, okay. listen to the argument so, that he made on Twitter, dude. He said this. He said not only at one point he said, well. Then you give other people the opportunity to cheat because they could learn to read Braille to cheat off your blind ass. <laughs> give me a fucking break, dude. I mean, so that's the point. Like, so now, in, yeah, now blind yeah, people it's, can't it's play magic because other people might cheat. Like that doesn't exist. Like there are okay. non-blind people. I, I agree with that. I agree with that. I think absolutely. I think absolutely. As a as a judge, Jeebus is saying you have to consider that everybody is cheating. Of course. And and it's 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 one of those situations, unfortunately, in the community where it's a guilty until proven innocent, almost. Right. So and, I, and I think I be. think then the only other concern that I have is if you don't have a judge watching them the entire time, how do you stop the other person from cheating? I think you should have a judge watching them, the one that doesn't suck like Jeebus, so he can actually see it if they're cheating. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, what if you what if you don't get that? Like, like I'm playing against a blind person. What's stopping me from fucking cheating? Also, like, what's like? How is the blind guy gonna know if I have ten cards in my hand? You, you know, know what I'm saying? I know exactly, dude. That's the point. You you don't know that, but that's why you have a judge watching, just like you said. I'm pretty sure the judge will be able to make out if you've got a hand, like you've got half your deck in your hand, man. <laughs> well, yeah, a judge will be able to, <laughs> but I'm saying like, I mean, we already have problems getting judges at at events already, right? I mean, right. like. You, there's not infinite money to go around for these these people. So, so well, I mean, but I mean, how many blind around? people go to a tournament, dude? Like one or two? You know, I mean, yeah. that's the thing. You could have a judge. Like, there. I mean, look. But that's an enti- That's one judge that's not on the floor. Like you're. That's what I'm saying. Like that's that's a big resource. That seems like a big resource, and and every judge I've ever talked to about this has also said that one judge off the floor is a huge, huge resource. So it's impossible to get, to get an them. extra judge for a tournament. That would be crazy. Dude, you know Holy fuck! Are paid like it's hard to get anyone to come. Like I don't know, at least like the premier TO around here pays I think less than minimum wage uh-huh. somehow. I'm not sure how this possible. Like, there's not a lot of money being thrown at judges. It is really hard to get, like, a full roster for something that isn't a big event, you know, where you're going to get, like, a stack of judge foils you can just sell off. Okay, so you guys heard it Heard it here. Jeebus hates blind people. Don't be blind. Don't be blind. All right. (laughs) Okay, so... They'll love you. (laughs) 
So moving on to other disabilities, like the, this kind of just popped into my head as I was talking about the whole blind guy <laughs> thing. But what do you guys think of like I've seen I've seen some disabled people like depending on what their disability is or their that they have another person there to help them out, which I think is like really amazing. Like I think it would be really cool for like somebody to give up their entire day to simply go and like hold cards for say like a quadriplegic or something like that's just something that like the community really kind of is showing their strengths but then at the same time like how do you feel about um how do you feel about like the potential of having to play against two opponents like like is it not possible if i broke both of my arms to have a good magic player also come and sit with me right yeah i, I figure so then like I mean, I, I'm not. I don't. I really, really don't want this to turn into a, like an argument that handicapped people or disabled people, whatever that is, like, shouldn't be able to play magic. That's absolutely not what I'm saying. Right. That's just what you guys I mean, are at the, saying. At the same time, like, you can't be a super sensitive person the entire time, and like, you have to take into account that, you know, it is possible for anybody to, you know, kind of cheat. I mean, I'm, I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt, like most of us would. I mean, not Jeebus. If you're blind, he's gonna like throw baseballs at you to make sure. But Dude, like, no. Yeah, exactly. what, what I'm saying is just you know like I've seen I've seen some some kind of I've seen some shady dealings go down with you know people that aren't handicapped or disabled and right. people that are. Listen, like I'm gonna throw this one out there in terms of having someone else. Like if you were to break both your arms or something, like part of the official tournament rules says that in order to be in the tournament, you were required to be able to play the game at a reasonable pace. If you have no arms, be they just <laughs> broken or just you were born without them, you are not capable of playing at a reasonable pace. Maybe people can make exceptions and stuff, but by the official tournament rules, they're absolutely not required. Oh God. You have, like, no heart. <laughs> but honestly, okay, you Jay. in a society of rules, all right? I'm a big fan of law and order. We live in a society of rules. We Have do live in a society of rules. Fuckers. But check this out. So here's the thing. Like, once again, man, do you, do you guys not understand that anyone can fucking cheat? I mean, you keep saying that you understand that, but this gives more opportunity. No, there is no more opportunity. Do you know what a dropkick is? Where you shuffle like, uh, someone where else's you shuffle deck, your you, deck, you drop a card, and then you kick it. Yeah, over to the other uh, side, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so okay, anyone can do that. You don't have to have a sleight of hand. You just have to be a douchebag, right? Yeah, and so the right. thing is, if you can cheat on any level, then you're taking a chance with anyone walking to the table at any time. So you're going you're gonna to discriminate against a whole group of individuals that just want to play the game because you are going to assume in advance that they're cheating. Now, you as a judge might have to look at that, and all that's all that means, by the way, is that you need to keep an eye on people and assume everyone's cheating, right? I understand that. You have to keep an eye on that. But it doesn't mean that everyone's cheating, okay? It does not mean that. And it does not mean that every blind person's cheating, just like it doesn't mean that I can't... I mean, Mike Flores knows how to cheat, okay? So it doesn't mean that Mike Flores is a cheater. And just because a blind person has the ability to cheat doesn't mean that they're a cheater either. What I'm saying is, is at some point in time, you have to try and make things available to other people. Otherwise, you're really truly discriminating against a whole group of individuals because of the fact that they're blind. Because that's the only that's, way they can play. That's exactly what you don't want, right? So, right. I mean, so how do we, how do you as a community, like, well, like well, how do you agree on this? Because I, I, I agree with Jeebus that I think that rather than beat around the bush, you have to have something that, 
you know, calls for these types of situations, right? You don't want to ever have it come up, but in the case that it does, you want to be prepared. Right, I, I understand So what do you that. do? What do you do when a guy sits down and he's blind? You just, like, watch the shit out of him? Probably, yeah. I mean, you, nothing stops you from calling a judge over either, right? If you see something, that's your responsibility. If you see something going on and you believe that that blind person is cheating you... Look, I was told uh, before, one of, the th- one of the examples used was that someone in, uh, in some other lame-ass game was cheating that was blind. And he'd been cheating at tournaments. Well, you know what? The reason why we know that is because he was fucking caught. Okay? Yeah. So anyone yeah. who cheats can get caught, including a blind person. That's the point. You just got to watch people and you got to pay attention. And if you're a dumbass enough to get cheated over and over again, then you probably deserve to be cheated anyway. I mean, give me a break. You know, that's what we're all here for is we got to keep an eye out on people cheating and work together. Like, I mean, you could be sitting across from someone that's not even your game and see someone you see cheating and you can call a judge over. I mean, Absolutely. Let's talk about that so, for a quick hold second. Hold on. Just... So anyone who plays against an opponent that cheats and doesn't get caught is a dumbass? Yep. How many pro points does Saito have, and how many dumbasses does that mean there are? We all knew he was cheating. Everyone's been saying it forever. What the hell are you talking about? Like, on this entire topic, like, I think the heart of the matter is, like, how nice are we willing to be at the end of the day? Everybody knew that, like, like, you know, Tangent saying everybody knew that Saito was cheating, but, like, even then, like... Who doesn't call a judge on him? Like, lots of people just didn't want to be looked at as that guy, right? <laughs> and, and like, I think that's so bonkers. Like, if you see, if you're watching a hockey game and you see motherfucking Tim Thomas slash Andrew Burroughs, I think it was, for no reason. Yeah. And then the ref asked him if he was okay. Like, I think that's just bonkers. Everybody else thought it was bonkers too, and they just went crazy about that. Then in Magic, it's like if I see somebody cheat, like this happened at one of our game days. Okay. Where, where I saw somebody cheat, and, and two other people saw somebody cheat, and um, basically what had happened is he had fate sealed, or he had been fate sealed. Uh, he was looking at the cards that he was being told to put on the top or the bottom. So I hold up my, like, and this is one of those things, like, I get kind of scared when somebody says fate seal you and, uh, or I say fate seal you and somebody else touches their deck and holds up the card for me. I'm like, let me do that. And then they kind of give me a dirty look and I'm like, well, it's just because people cheat. So what was happening is he was holding up his own card for the other guy and then he would fl- kind of flip it up at the back when he was putting it under his deck. Okay. And so we, we called a judge over and, um, three people saw him do this three times. So he called the judge over, and the judge, you know, came over to watch him, didn't see him do anything, didn't do anything, didn't talk to him afterwards, like, hey, by the way, in case you didn't know that this isn't allowed, don't do this, and then told me, well, maybe he's new, maybe he doesn't know how that works. And like, I'm, I'm not saying that this oh, I'm judge sorry is a you have a really shitty judge. Like, yeah, I'm, exactly. I'm, 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 I mean, like, I'm not saying anything against this person personally. Like, I, they're really nice, and I really like them, and they're a good friend, and no, I've never seen them make a call like this before ever, and I don't know how that operates, but I felt like I was cheated at that moment. And so every, and like, that's how I feel the magic community is. It's like, if I come out on a podcast and say, like, you should watch the shit out of blind guys because they're more <laughs> dexterous than most people, that I'm gonna get fucking flagged no, as like, a not, discriminating dude. Jeebus. No, you're, no, I'm you're not. No, you're not. Here's, Jeebus. here's the thing, dude. You, what you're saying right now, that's exactly what you should be doing. When I said that if you get cheated and you don't notice it, you're a fucking tard, well, that's the point. You guys did notice it and you called the judge and that judge sucked. 
at the time. Maybe he's a cool guy normally, but he made the wrong call. And Jeeves is sitting there, and he basically said the same thing, right? He should have done something about it. I mean, if that many people saw him. Maybe the guy was just afraid of, like, pissing this person off or something. I don't know. But, like, there is no burden of proof on us as judges. The very first tournament I worked at, I had to do a a cheating investigation. Um, We were doing, like, a deck check in a sealed pool. And I was talking to the head judge, and he was, you know, he's flat out said, there's no burden of proof. So if you are 51% sure that this guy's cheating, that's good enough. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I don't know why he would have let something like that slide. Okay, so, well, speaking of douchebag stuff, we probably should move on here. And we, we do have uh, to douche or not to douche in Commander. What what do you guys think, Jay? What do you think about douching in Commander? Uh, well, I mean, to be honest, it's one of my least favorite things just because the format is so wide open i mean i don't want to just bitch and bitch and bitch about formats because last time we just bitched about cobblade but (laughs) i mean when i say to douche or not to douche i think that there's there's some cards that just aren't fun for everybody else and for me that that's the biggest thing is like you know when someone goes death cloud for 19 and then leaves like oh right. sorry I gotta run for dinner Death Cloud for nineteen gotta go by <laughs> like that's that's just like I just think that's totally that's that's a total douche move like there's no need for you to do that right. the game isn't more fun because you did that you you're leaving anyway so what do you care you know I mean I think I think there's certain cards that just are like that and I I'm against it like I'm playing Commander right now and this guy's at forty three life. He's playing Mono Black Shouldered is his deck. He hasn't really done anything all game. Uh, like his first turn was an Ivory Tower. Okay. Then he then he played a Coffin Queen on like turn three with, with no targets. Right. Like just played a Coffin Queen. Okay. And then he just didn't do anything for like thirty eight turns because he like obviously just didn't get a great draw. And so he's at like forty four life or something from this Ivory Tower and this what Sharoon. I like this. Star. It's going Sorry, somewhere. this this Sharoom <laughs> player, this Sharoom player just fucking uh, played a Sphinx Magister, Magister Sphinx, and put him to ten life. Oh. Like, well, that's a fine play. I think it's like I think a big thing in Commander is like um, if you're playing multiplayer Commander, something that kind of is an unspoken rule, and by no means do you ever have to go by this. A lot of times I don't, but you should be focusing on who has the biggest threat. Right. Because if you don't, what you're essentially doing is you're just doing their work for them, and then they'll beat you because they're all they're a bigger threat right now anyway, right? Right. So like, you you take a guy who is not affecting the game at all, like at all, and you just take away thirty of his life points <laughs> for no fucking reason, okay. and then you just and then you just continue to, and you're playing you're already playing Sharoom, right. which is one of the I mean, most One hated decks yeah. Right? Like, people hate that deck uh, unless they're playing it, right? Right. So, it's just that stuff like that just frustrates me. Death Cloud for 19, leave the game, and fucking, you know, guys that, that will constantly target you because last week you beat them. You know, you sit right. down to, to, to play Commander or EDH with somebody, and last week you beat them, so then they just crush you for no reason. And, like, stuff like that. Like, I don't understand how that, like, why do you carry those grudges over games and... <laughs> 
you know, then you magister sphinx me on turn fucking three with your shroom deck. So that's that's not at all what I thought you were talking about. Uh, what did you think I was talking it, about? That's not what I think of when I think of like to douche or not to douche. Um, that's fine. Which also, it it should be a really simple question, you know. Like, don't be a douchebag. That that should be obvious to everyone but me. But, like, something like the Magister Sphinx... Well, the Death Cloud's just a douche move because they left. Otherwise, it's fine. <clears throat> but, uh, like, the Magister Sphinx, there could be political reasons within the game you would do something like that. Like, Magister Sphinx is a fine card. I have no issue with that. The holding grudges is... I don't know, your friends are pussies and need to grow up. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> In terms of, like, douchebag stuff, I'm thinking, like, just really simple to pull off two-card combos. I remember I was playing online uh, in my brief commander stint online before I realized that everyone online has douchebag decks. Right. Some dude some dude briberies me. This was before Imrakel was banned. Starts bitching that Imrakel's in my deck and then puts it into play under his control. And, and then it gets O-ringed or whatever. Like, I get it back and attack him. And, like, he's just crying like a little girl because I'm attacking him with the creature that's only in play because he fetched it to begin with. And then he just casts Nivmizid and puts Curiosity on it anyway. <laughs> that's douchebag stuff. Like, Nivmizid, Curiosity, fucking, like, Shroom, Infinite Dex. Just any stupid two or maybe three card infinite combo. That's the sort of stuff that you want to stay away from. Cause, and not just that, too. Like, I have, um, I built an Arayo EDH deck because okay. I thought it would be fun. Right. Turns out it is not. The very first time I played it, uh, I was all excited about having this new deck, so I wanted to play it the first game we did. Uh, turn one, I flip a Ryo. Turn two, I cast Arcane Lab. And then everyone is asked to leave. So, <laughs> well, okay. Like, that's the sort of shit that happens. Right. You know, when you can't keep your douchebag nature in check. Okay, so, so here's the thing. I mean... Well, first of all, I, w I guess, I, like, my opinion of it is this. As long as there's douchebag cards, it's kind of hard to really say much about it because people are going to do it. And so then the question is, do either you exclude those people from the group, like you literally just force them out of the group. And I, I agree. Like, I think douching, using douchebag cards is stupid, except that they're there. It's like, well, let's see. I can either make the best deck that I could possibly do, or I can not make the best deck that I could possibly do. And it, I realize it's a casual format, and that's the thing. So maybe they need to start looking at banning more cards in Commander to keep it more casual and more friendly. Because otherwise, there's always going to be someone who's going to be a jerk and who's going to want to hate on, on just everyone and just make people miserable. And that's the thing. So so that's one thing. Like, that's the way I feel. I feel like as long as there's the cards, you're either going to have to make the choice whether you kick everyone out of the group that's doing it or you you make one to try and keep up with the people that are doing it. And, and that sucks. So ban more cards or do or kick people out of your group. But I, I my question, one of the questions I wanted to ask you guys relating to this is... Uh, Jack LaCroix, who I'm sure you guys are familiar with from Monday Night Magic and Mana Screwed and everywhere else, he sees it as there's a douche player, and then there's like a griefer, like someone who's just literally out to make people miserable. And he sees himself more like a, a guy who, who plays some douchebag decks, but he's really just trying to challenge people, as he, he calls it. Do you see that there's a difference? Like, is is grief, is it just griefing, period, to play those things because... It puts people on tilt, and no one wants to play with them. 
Um, I mean, they're definitely two different things. I don't, I don't know if that's uh, what I would consider a griefer. Like, <clears throat> I would consider the griefer probably more the person who casts all sorts of like stupid random shit, like um, oh, what's card called? Like psychic battle or something. That whenever you cast something, you retarget it randomly to anything it could target. So whenever someone wants to do something, you have to like randomly choose a number between one and forty-three or whatever. Oh, okay. S- like that sort of stuff to make the game not fun. Um, so someone who would like just... literally make a deck where you just the turn the game never ends or something just to be a jerk. Pretty much. Although I have to say, it sounds like you're a big fan of letting shit slide. <laughs> so your 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 point here was the same as your point with you know allowing people to play marked cards just because they're handicapped. Like you seem to be of the opinion of oh well people are going to do something anyway, so we should just allow everyone to do it and make it easier. No, um, that's not what my opinion is. My opinion is I think it's jacked up that people do it. But the point is, is unless you ban the cards, people can do it. So, I mean, you have your to- a choice, right? Your choice is you either play the douchebag decks if you want to win and beat those people, or you ban some cards so that people can't make those decks, or you could kick them out of your group and all of you just play casual decks. Because the yeah, point think- is, there's, in Commander, there's too many things you can do that are jacked up and broken. I think the key is just have, like, Having friends who are of the same mindset as you. Like, if you want to have casual games and have fun, do not play online. Because online you will find nothing but douchebag combo decks and people who have no interest in talking whatsoever. You know, to them it's still hyper-competitive magic. And if that's what you want, then fine. Go play EDH online and make other people's lives miserable and play with, you know, your miserable, surly friends. But, like, if you if you dislike this, these decks, like, clearly all of us do... Just make friends with people who don't suck, and aren't you know aren't going to put everyone through this. Right. So don't make friends with Jeebus and uh, and you know kick everyone Dude, else. I don't out. do shit like that. <laughs> I like I will play infinite. The only like infinite combos I ever condone. I want them to be a minimum of like six cards, and my opponents would have to read at least four of them because they have never seen it before. Like it. Infinite combos are fine if it's, like, the most convoluted shit you can possibly come up with that no one would ever expect and is really hard to pull off. Okay, so speaking of things that suck in general, one of the questions that was asked is, uh, will M12 suck? Like, for example, the fact that Titans are have been reprinted in M12. What do you guys think about M12? Uh, we'll start with... Jeebs this time. Jeebs, what do you think about M12? Do you think it's going to suck? you think it's going to be amazing? Well, I was actually the one who posed this question, so uh, yes. clearly that would mean I have the opinion it will suck. We already know 12 of the 15 Mythics, and uh, it's a pretty sorry lot. It, not necessarily in terms of the set sucking like for standard or something, but in terms of it being just a complete fucking waste of me- money to ever buy. And yeah. so what, what are the 12 Titans, just for our listeners that maybe aren't as up on the game as you are? Well, it's 12 Mythics. There's only 5 Titans. That'd be Sorry, cool yeah, if there were 12 Titans, actually. Up on the game. Good for you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it's the 5 Titans from M11. 12 Titans it's, would be sweet. Yeah, exactly, dude. Yeah, that's... We need more Titans. So it's 5 <laughs> Titans from M11. Um, it's no longer the same 5 Lauren Planeswalkers. They've switched it up a little bit. Um, not a whole lot, it seems. It's like Soren um, and Gideon, right? Yeah, Soren and Gideon have replaced a Liliana, uh, Liliana and Ajani. I don't think we have confirmation on which Chandra is in, but it's definitely one of the two that exists. 
So right there, that's ten reprints. So we're positive that it's one of the Chandras that's coming back. Like, have we seen the cards to know this? No. So I mean, I'm sort of. What do you mean? We we unless they're printing a new Chandra, then it's one of the two that exists. Okay. And it seems extraordinarily unlikely they would make only one new Planeswalker, and it would be a third copy of one that exists. Well, I mean, it could have been Koth. I don't know. I haven't seen enough of the set. It could. I mean, Koth is red too, right? Yeah, well, there's, there's would... promotional stuff that has where yeah. you can actually see, like, the left side of the card, and also the full box promo for the set is called Chandra's Phoenix. And then on the on the mothership, there was a picture of the five planeswalkers kind of being, like, shoving buddies, um, and the and Gideon and Soren were in that picture, I believe. Oh, okay. As well as, as, well as like, Garrick, Jason, Chandra. Okay. So, like, he's kind of basing it on that. And, like, same with the Titans. We don't know for a fact that all five Titans are being reprinted. We know for a fact that Inferno is because it's in the M12, like, printout or whatever. And then we assume there's also going to be Grave and Frost because of the Defense of the Planeswalkers promos. Right. And then, and then why wouldn't they print the, the full cycle, right? I mean, if they don't print a, an abusable mechanic with Primeval Titan, and I mean, he was like the most used in terms of time, but the least used in terms of decks. Right. Uh, and, and abusability and, and stuff like that. And then like same with Sun Titan, right? But I think it just doesn't make sense for them to, uh, this motherfucker just played Sharoom after a DOJ to get his fucking Magister Sphinx back and put me at 10 life now. <laughs> wow, well, let's Nice, dude. Stay on topic, um, Okay, so, so here... So, uh, I just have ahead. to say this. What? The, why, why is everyone so pissed off about this? And why does, like, everyone... Every time a core set is released, we're all like, oh, my fucking God, they reprinted the Planeswalkers, like... Ah, oh, why did they do that again? Does this? Do you guys not see this shit coming? I mean, what you don't see? I you do. Did, yeah. No, I do. No, sure. did no well, one see the Titans being ones. reprinted? I mean, I saw it. Like, we all saw it, but we hoped it wouldn't be the case. Why? Why? Because like, yeah. all right, there's 15 mythics in the set. Yep. That's 10 of them right there. We've okay. seen two new ones. Hold on, hold on. And they're both fucking garbage. Let, let me make this little point before you start ranting about something we've already heard. <laughs> so, so here's the thing. I understand that, man, but but some people, I know this is crazy, some people don't have all the Titans yet, right? Some people don't have Gideon yet. Some people don't have Soren if they want him, okay? And some people don't have those cards, and core sets are mostly to draw newer players in, right? Which you're not. And, yeah. It's like, this isn't a money grab for you, necessarily, and this these cards will still be worth something. The cards... In the last set, I mean, yeah, it takes them down a bit, but it doesn't take them down like insanely. It, it just dropped. It, the it didn't drop Baneslayer from fifty dollars to like eight. No, that was the fact that Baneslayer no longer was a staple anymore. That's the reason why Baneslayer dropped, and you can't deny that Baneslayer stopped All right, being it dropped the best from, card. It dropped from fifty to twenty-five when it was reprinted, and then lower. And likely these will go lower as well. Yeah, but the, but the point is, is everyone when Baneslayer was originally reprinted, and it was at twenty-five because it was just flooding because everyone was drafting the shit. It, everyone believed that Baneslayer would then go up again in five. You know, find you know a reasonable thirty-five to forty dollar area, but. The fact that no one was playing it anymore dropped it down to nothing. It has nothing to do with the fact that Banslayer isn't like, you know, still like wasn't a good card or wouldn't, you know, because it was reprinted. It was mostly because of the fact that it just isn't as good as everything else out there right now. I don't know. I just think it's going to be, and uh, like a lot of this is me griping um, 
from the the store side because like we're gonna get stuck with this shit and like we're pretty much required to open some so we'll have yeah. a binder and we'll have stock and like like I don't think any of these mythics are gonna hold above ten dollars for really maybe like a month oh none of them wow see I would think that at least like primeval titan will still see some some money it would seem like cause why it's... it's not even like how much play does primeval see. It's not like the, that will hold, it'll hold better than the other um It's the still other a good titans, card. It's like always going to be a good card. That's the point. It will. And like it's a good casual card and that'll help it hold its value, but it's not going to be bonkers. You know, it will never be anywhere near it where it was. So so Jeebus, do you does your store price cards based on EDH? We price cards based on what they're selling for. EDH but, affects but what price I, Yeah, that's what I mean. Like like do you guys have cards that Normally wouldn't be worth X dollars and and sell them like, for X dollars because EDH makes them higher priced, right? Like yeah, right now we have <clears throat> excuse me, we have a foil high market which is forty dollars only because of EDH. Like if EDH didn't exist, it would be like a dollar, but it right. does. Like so why can, would we I, pretend that doesn't exist? No, absolutely. So then I, I just like th- like thinking out loud. I just think like Primeval Titan might retain some of its value based on that because. Like it goes into every deck that plays green, right? Yeah, like that'll that'll hold best of the Titans because there's no promo version of it yet, and I think that uh, Engrave are probably the most popular EDH ones. I could be corrected on that. I don't know for sure. Uh, yeah, they are. Like, I mean, you'd think that Frost Titan would be a house in EDH, but uh, apparently not no a lot. I, I haven't seen a whole lot of them hit. No, like, I one shot like, targeted removal is pretty much never good in EDH or very rarely. I guess, but like, but all the titans die, right? Like, having, having, like, you don't see a whole lot of, like, in fact, you don't see a whole lot of titans other than Primeval and Sun, actually. But I just figured, I just wondered if maybe that would, uh, like, maybe if that would play into it, right? It will. I mean, it it definitely plays into it a little, but they're still all gonna drop, and that, like, these last three mythics that we don't know yet have to be outrageous for this set, I think, to not be, for it to not very drastically affect sales. Okay. Which is bad for them. I guess that that makes what what you're saying makes sense, but I don't think from a new player standpoint or from even people that just didn't get all the titans, the titans. Of course, that's aren't even for new players anymore. They they've abandoned that. Like I think they publicly declared like, you know what? That's not even how people get in. We're not going to pretend anymore. Right. Well, okay, but look at this. Look at it this way. One Stoneforge Mystic's gone, whether it's banned or it just rotates out. The Titans are going to be playable again. Depending so, on what else is legal. What do you mean? Like we're gonna go back? What do you mean? Depending on what's legal, it's just they were they were <laughs> well, they were playable I, before. Like, do, do you already have the fucking God Book for Innistrad? Like, do you yes. know? Are you in Future Future League? Yes. Fucking Time Lord or something? Yeah. Like, well, I mean, let's be realistic though. They're good cards. Time dude. Lord. <laughs> They're still played to some extent right now. I don't see them not being played in the future. You're right. I I can't see the future mystical Mr. Dr. Jeebus, but I can tell you that they're still good cards, and they probably will be good cards in the future, because I know that Wizards has made some, you know, questionable decisions, but the Titans were a good decision from the standpoint that they were very played when they brought them out. I really doubt they're just putting out a core set that literally nothing's going to be played in. No, again, my my gripe wasn't about complaint. It was ma- uh, mainly about value. Right. And also just having new things. No, I understand. Like, that's a reason. That's always argument. the complaint of the of the magic troll, though. It's always just like, 
like every set that comes out there's like oh there's not enough good cards or there's not enough new cards or the new cards that you printed are too much like the old cards or like you know what i mean no, like, I, I think right. magic is the worst for that it's worse than like the fucking car and video game industry well since since you're so concerned about about the prices of the of the core set how do you how bad of a of a hit do you think that jace will take in october but uh... I mean, it's hard to say for sure. Um, it's already taken a bit of a hit. Right. They're, like, I don't know what Star City has them at, probably 75 or 80 or something still. They're readily available at $60. But do you think I it'll think you can, be a large hit? Do I think, it's already taken. It's it's already taken most of its large hit. I think it'll probably fall to, like, 45 Um I mean, it's, it's going to be the same thing we saw with Tarmogoyf. Right. And I think that's also going to affect how much it drops that we all know, you know, this has happened before. It's the exact same fucking thing. Like, Tarmogoyf had shot up to, like, 45 or maybe even 50 while it was in standard. Yeah. Uh, rotated, dropped to, like, 15. Everyone was dumping them. And then, like, a year later, they were higher than they had ever been. And Jace, Jace is perfectly positioned to do that exact same thing. I think reasonably it could fall to, like, 45. I don't think much lower than that. But it is going to bounce back probably relatively quickly. Okay. Cool. And, yeah, do you have anything to say on that there, Jay? I didn't figure you probably did. <laughs> no, not really. I don't know anything. Basically, like, yeah, I don't think Magic Card Economics, I'm the worst at. Like, I think, <laughs> I, I think like, like, if, like if, I think you're stupid to think that it'll go down really far and never come back. I mean, there's eternal formats and, and then like that shitty extended format that'll be around forever, right? So, I mean, like, it'll still be good. I think it'll it'll even still be expensive. I think um, it'll be around 50 bucks is what I would think, honestly. Yeah, like, even just for extended. Like, it's, like, extended next year is just going to be cobbled again, right? Like, so... <laughs> yeah, so, it isn't extended next year. Well, oh, yeah, I guess. Uh, maybe you know something I don't, but... You know what I mean? Like it's just I, it's just, I think that it'll probably go down when rotation hits, and then it'll probably come back up. Uh, but I don't really know anything about that stuff. Okay, I'm bad at it. Well, speaking of formats that Jace might also still be good in, what about the modern format? Like, do you guys think that it's good or bad for the game? Let's explain it for the people that don't know what it is, like our listeners. Jeebus, I'm gonna leave that to you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So the modern format, uh, they tried it out for the Community Cup. Uh, it is a new format in which is Meriden and 8th edition. So for expansion sets, Meriden forward. For core sets, 8th edition forward. Um, or more simply, everything in the modern card frame, which is where the name comes from, obviously. In terms of whether it's good or bad for the game, I don't think there's any way we can possibly know that. Well, it can't be bad if it replaces Extended, because no one gives a shit about Extended. So there's like they could not possibly fuck like extended season up worse by replacing it with this, because the worst case scenario is people care just as little as they do now. Whether it's good or not is, I think it's impossible to say until they actually try it. Like premiering it in the uh, community cup is a cool idea, but one event, w- like one event with like 16 total people, is by no means any measure of what this format is going to look like or what we could expect. Right. Yeah, good input there, Jay. That was good. (laughs) (laughs) I agree with everything that you said. Well, here's the thing. So, like, what I see about it is, or the thing I would worry about is, I've heard nonstop people talking about how amazing this thing is and how great it's going to be and how much extended format sucks. Do you know what happened 
when they originally talked about making this new extended format. The same fucking thing that's happening now with the modern format, dude. Everyone was like, oh my god, this is going to be awesome. It's going to be like you can play all the cards that you had from from standard and it's going to be like, I really am, I'm excited to brew for this and this is going to make things really interesting and you get really tired of standard. Now you're going to be able to add all these cards and, you know, I'm going to be able to play fairies again and everyone hates it. So who knows, man? Maybe everyone will hate modern. Everyone hated the previous extended too. It's like, I think yeah. pretty much unless it's like, you know, a vintage legacy format or standard, everyone's just going to hate it. So we'll see. I mean, it could be fun, but it seems like really people just like to bitch about anything in between. Pretty much. I think the other thing, too, like, for me, I know the reason that I don't like Extended is because, like, all the good decks have been figured out. And they were called Standard the year before, effectively. Yeah, yeah. Right? Uh, right. So, but now they're so... slightly better than they were then. <laughs> no, absolutely. That's what I'm saying. So, like, you know what? I, I really don't want to play better Cobblade next year. Um, and yeah. even even if it wasn't, let's just not even say Cobblade. Let's say any deck, right? Let's say any deck where, like, it's it's good in the format. Like, when Alara was around and... Better there was John. John. And there was also, you know, there was also... Um, that Sovereigns of Lost Alara deck and, like, Mythic and whatever. Like, let's say, like, all this stuff, whatever, right? Um, I just, I really like new formats. I like playing with new cards. I like seeing new decks. I like seeing new interactions. That's one of the reasons why I like Limited and, like, yeah. um, EDH so much. Because I can play a 100 games of EDH and never, like, never have the same uh, game. Right. Right. So, so I think like me for having to suffer through standard for a year and then having to suffer through extended for another six months through PTQs and et cetera. Like, I'm just not. I personally, I'm just not interested in that. And that's why I think a lot of people bitch about it is because, I mean, the the players just had to deal with this already, and they're not interested in dealing with it again, regardless of whether it's you know. I mean, I'm not saying that it's only bad players that say that or, or players that suck and can't beat Cobblade either. Like, <laughs> I know lots of people that ha- won a lot of games playing a lot of decks and playing the best decks and et cetera, and they're just not interested in continuing to play those same decks. You know, fair enough. Like, I'm not, so am I. Like, I'm not fucking interested in that shit. Right, right. So, Jeeves, did you have anything really? You just kind of don't know. Just gonna wait and see. Yeah, I mean, it's. I really want to say that it will be better than an extended is, but it's hard to tell. I think one of the problems is they're trying to create like it's another almost like static format, like Legacy, in that you know nothing ever rotates. It's just right, like a chicken eternal in. format. Yeah. Uh, but one of the problems that they'll have, which is the problem they had, uh, I think most recently with extended before they um, sh- shortened it, was that when you just keep piling shit in, like. They're limiting the power level on cards now. Like in Legacy, there's, you know, in Legacy, there's also a lot of fucking batter skulls. But there's ridiculous shit that was printed that they would never do now. You know, shit like Force of Will and stuff, uh, or particularly Force of Will. With all the new cards, you know, there's so many random like Johnny cards that get thrown into this giant pool. Right. And what what happened with the old extended? It was basically, am I gonna play Affinity or? And if not, which of these seven different combo decks am I going to play? Right. And when you have a huge format without access to, you know, the most powerful control cards like Force of Will, then there's just, I think, too great a risk of stuff like that happening, which is why they already, in, like, the preliminary ban list, forget exactly what it was. I think, like, Hypergenesis and uh, Thopter Foundry and Dark Depths were all already banned because they just didn't even want to attempt to deal with it. <laughs> right, right. And that's, you mean in like, Modern? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, like they just preemptively banned those There's because they're already sick of watching them. They preemptively yeah. banned those and the Affinity deck. Yep. Yeah. Because everybody, you know why? Because everybody's already sick of dealing with that shit. Which yeah. so why would you make another format where that shit is possible? It's so <laughs> stupid. Like, well, they made they made a format and then made that not possible, so that maybe it'll be fun for a few months before all this other game <laughs> is possible. So like that, uh, that's that what I mean. Like, made a deal with without banning. I thought that format was called block. <laughs> You know, like, how many formats do we really have, like, need Yo, to dude. have right now? Yeah, like, exactly. We have so many, it's ridiculous. As yeah. many as a problem. Yeah, I don't know, man. I think that it's, like, it's going to be uh, another format that people are going to get tired of almost immediately. I hope it isn't. So. I'm not interested in it, like, whatsoever. Yeah, me, I, me I gotta either, say. <laughs> All right, so we'll give that honest, the thumbs I'd down. I'd like to care. Like, I haven't, <clears throat> excuse me, I haven't cared about Standard in years. So I would I would really like them to make something beyond the legacy that I can care about and drafting and EDH, but my hopes aren't that high. But yeah, you could start you could start playing Braille. You could play blind guys, a, man. It'll be interesting. Like a, you could start like a Magic League at the CNIB. I don't know what those letters mean. Oh, I guess you guys are American. It's like the Canadian National Institute for the Blind. Oh, okay. All Man, right. that joke was so much better when I didn't have to explain that. You <laughs> Why don't you guys get some culture? Uh, before we go, well, I just want to ask you. Yeah, I want to give some shout-outs, too, by the way. So sure, what we can. That's say, Jay? You can. You can copy the uh, the A-team anytime. Everybody else does. Yeah, whatever, um, dude. Just before we go, I really wanted to just touch on something really quickly about the, the banning of Stoneforge. Uh, I didn't play in this era, so correct me if I'm wrong, but somebody informed me that uh, I think it was either Skullclamp or Jeet uh, was banned after it was put in a precon because it was so powerful. Uh, yeah, that's what I said last time we were talking. I didn't actually well, I was, name the card, but I was saying that, that it's been done before. Oh, okay, so there you have it. So it was, and and Jeebus just confirmed it wasn't GT, so it was, it was Clamp, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, I think it was Clamp. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I, I just want to just say that just for all the people that I mean, I know this debate is just continuously going on and on. Even at this point, I'm sick of hearing about it. Um, but I just wanted to say that it's possible because they've done it before. So well, Jeeves, I think Jeeves I think point that, was that there, it's never been done in an event deck that was specifically designed for F and M's. Like that deck was yeah. was just I a think regular. That's deck. also that's also a very different circumstance because the problem with like I don't know if you're familiar with what happened with Skull Clamp. I, I think you said you weren't playing nope. back then. No, I didn't. Skull Clamp Skull Clamp was not play tested. Originally, oh. Skull Clamp gave plus one either plus one plus one or plus one plus zero. Oh, I think plus one plus one. They tested with it, decided this card is too powerful, and as a last-minute change, they were like, oh, we'll make it plus one, minus one, and we don't have time to test. We'll just assume that's fair, not realizing that made it more powerful. Right, right. So, okay. yes, that was in a pre-con, but that was also completely untested. They have had more than ample time to fuck around with Stoneforge. Okay, okay. I just I just was wanted to make sure that I mentioned that I, it has been done before in a similar situation, obviously different, but similar. The other thing that I'd really like, if somebody has the numbers, I'd really like to know how many people are even buying these fucking event decks to not get, like, like that are legitimately buying them to play with them. Not buying them for cheap Stoneforge Mystics and etc. <laughs> very few. Like, I can like tell you right dude. now, very few. Because then, then the argument of alienating all of the people that bought this deck to play at FNM is completely irrelevant because nobody fucking bought this deck to play at FNM. You right? know what I'm wondering? How, how many people blind people bought the deck that Jeebus won't let play it? 
That's what I'm wondering. Maybe this deck counts as a control deck, and that that game store Inferni won't let people or Vernon or whatever won't let people play it. <laughs> what? There's a store that won't let people play control decks. Yeah, yeah. Oh, on the, yeah. On the E-team we talked about it around yeah. Red Site Win or Redcast Wins. I think there's like a I, and I I really need to know like what the deal is. But um, well, that was a great story. So let's move on to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sure. uh, I, I just wanted the story. wanted to give you a heads up that uh, that Jacob the the Free Mind Graphics on Twitter. He did go ahead and update our logo, so we'll be putting that up. And I wanted to give him another shout for uh, being awesome and doing that. So we just got that. Thanks, bro. And uh, Thanks. yeah, so why don't you go ahead and lead off with the shout outs if you want to give any J. And by the way, Manuscrew's been out longer than the A team has, and we were giving shouts before your asses ever got started. So start it up, bro. Well, I, I can't verify that because nobody listens to Mana. <laughs> <laughs> But um, <laughs> I just have to give out shout outs to uh, you guys as fun cast and uh, shout outs to uh, let's say the A team. Why not? Those guys are kind of all right, and uh, that's probably it for this cool. week. I'm drained. Today was an awful Magic day for Twitter <laughs> and Magic, so fuck and it. Apparently, I don't want to give shout outs to anybody else. <laughs> cool. All right, so. Jeeves, you got anything? Yeah, well, for the record, you guys, uh, people have been giving shout-outs long before Magic Podcasts existed, so nope, you can nope. they stop started, comparing penis sizes now. Started started but, uh, on Mana Screwed, sorry. Nice try there. All right. Yeah, like Jeeves knows he's like the master of time. <laughs> what did he say okay. earlier? He was like a time lord? <laughs> <laughs> anyway... Um, yeah, just shout-outs to everyone who listened to the first episode. I was actually... I mean, it's only been up for, what, like, 24 hours, 48, 48 hours at this point. I was very happy with the amount of feedback and I think almost exclusively uh, positive feedback that we've gotten. So thank you just to everyone who listened and uh, keep listening and tell your friends to listen. Awesome. Yeah, and I want to shout-out, you know, everyone who's listening. We appreciate the support. We've gotten a lot of feedback already. Uh, shout out to Medina. Uh, definitely want to thank you for your comments and shout out to um, Jack from Dredging with Humor or Dredging for Humor. I'm sorry, uh, another podcast that's awesome, funny podcast on the network. He's uh, helping me out with a theme song for the show and want to go ahead and give a shout to uh, Mana Screwed and specifically Roberto because I forgot to mention his ass on Mana Screwed the other day. And other than that, I don't really care. No, I'm just kidding. I love you guys, and uh, and we appreciate you listening and hope you keep coming back. Jay, where do they reach us again? Uh, publicenemiesmtg at gmail.com, and the Twitter is publicenemies with a Y, MTG. Uh, we're going to probably fix that because <laughs> we realize it's awful. <laughs> so if anybody would like to come up with a suggestion that's better, definitely do so. Um Unfortunately, I didn't vote on the name Public Enemies in the first place because I foresaw this problem. But these two jackasses wouldn't hear of it. So. Whatever. He's he's yeah, like, so he's like I don't care. Too many characters. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Boop. 
<laughs> oh, man, whatever. All right, so anyway, I think we're done for the week, and uh, we'll get back to you guys later. Peace. Peace. Gun, my Uzi weighs a ton because I'm public enemy. Number one, one.